Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Now, we have no Joe this week. He's on vacation, as he is one to do now, because for a man that claims to do nothing, he goes on vacation. He goes away every weekend. An awful lot. Uh, but we are being joined uh, by now frequent guest of the podcast uh, and member of the Broken Clock Podcast main event, Tyler, welcome. Hello. Hello. Frequent. Yes. Yeah. I am frequent. Yeah. yeah, it's been, you know, what, it's been more than twice in the last in the couple last of months. months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so frequent. Yeah. yeah, frequent guest. You know what they say? Frequent Tyler. That's my nickname. That's I, decided. The, I don't. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't either. It's it like, makes I don't me sound think, like you poop often. More of a jail name, yeah. <laughs> like frequent <laughs> urination. That sounds like I would definitely have heard that as a side effect on like a pill commercial. All right, anyway, so this is the podcast about urination, right? No, tomorrow. Oh. That's our Monday. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> It comes out on Tuesday, though. Trickle Tuesday. Oh, no. It's all right. I've lost control of this already. That's entirely my mistake. I should have been steering the ship, and I let you guys talk, yeah, and that was a problem. I'm, I'm not as good with the mute buttons on the games cast because yeah. there's less people uh, and no Carrie, and Carrie usually she demands a mute, mute button. Yeah. yeah. She demands the mute button. Not Although because I got she, muted. That's right. You did get muted on the yeah. games cast. You made like a tried bad to, joke. Yeah, I tried we to make all a, just like, a, no. a punny joke and it didn't work. No. I sat in silence. Yeah. It was that a good joke. It was just bad. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I forgot there's actually a Pokemon Go community day thing happening right now. So I do need to be doing this while we're doing this. <laughs> what is this? What is Pokemon Go Community Day? Uh, during Community Days, like one particular Pokemon shows up a lot, and that's like something that doesn't usually show up a lot. And like, if you evolve it all the way, you get a you're guaranteed what move you get. So I'm not gonna get a lot because we're in my home and not um, somewhere where lots of people go to play <laughs> Pokemon Go. Yeah, we're not doing and, a remote episode. Yeah, so I did. I do not live at the park. Uh, so, uh, but I do want to catch a few bedlams. That's fine. Bedlam, so those long, like, phallic looking The ones things? that look like uh, dildos? Yes, they okay. are that. They yeah. turn into robots that look significantly less uh, phallic, but when they're in their original state, yes, I am catching multiple robodongs. Yeah, because yes. I was sitting in my house, or in my apartment, and I, like, launched it just for shits and gigs, and I was just surrounded in dicks. Yeah. And I was like, why are there everywhere. so many robodicks around me? They're everywhere. Um, and I'm just, you know, for a frame of reference. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture now. I'm about yeah, to. That's a, that's a, a pokedick. Oh, okay. That, that'll sharp, kill you. Which is alarming. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a cat. Yeah. It's got the burrs at the end. Yeah, but you don't know what the other end looks like, so it could be necessary to have a sharp object end. I don't um, know. I have to leave the podcast to go throw up. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, you know me. I don't know much about the Pokemons. I saw a headline this week that said, like, Obama doesn't care about Pokemon. Yeah, they said it in, like, a thing. A video was pretty funny. It makes for a really good gift. Why, like, like, why was it even being brought up? It was, uh, he did a video that's, like, the top seven, like, excuses to not go vote and why they're, like, garbage. Like, it was just, like, a, like, oh, okay. vote video. Yeah, 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 But, like, he, like, turns to the camera and says, no, I don't care about Pokemon. <laughs> it was just really funny. It was, uh, it was just, just another one of those things that make you think of old Halcyon days. <laughs> when up was up and left was right, I wasn't worried about getting shot. <laughs> um, um yeah, anyway. Nice. All right. Well, Tyler, I'll let you start because that's what guests get to do. What did you play this week? Um, Considering you're talking about what you're playing right this second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we play a lot of Pokemon Go. Actually, can't really talk about anything else because I'm playing Pokemon Go right now. Uh, no, I've been playing. I'm just in that lull that is like I'm not going to get into something great because I've read Dead on Friday. Um, 
so I was trying to find something to like hold me over. Like I had bought Dragon Quest Eleven. Well, like obviously I had beaten Spider Man, then I went into Dragon Quest Eleven, which is phenomenal and I really really like it a lot. But like also knew realistically. I'm probably not going to finish this by the time Red Dead comes out. Yeah, because it's like 100 hours. Right, and... and like, it's one thing to have played 10 hours of an RPG, and like, I can leave myself my notes and like, be like, okay, like, I can pick this back up, I was at a good spot, but like, if I played the three weeks until Red Dead, I would have gotten to like 60% of the way through, I'm not picking up an RPG at 60% through, I don't care what notes I left myself, like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I was so, over I was over a friend's house yesterday watching a buddy of mine play Dragon Quest Eleven, and he's got like an eight and a half by eleven legal pad where he's got like <laughs> eight pages deep of little notes of like, all right, this berry is here that I can go back to later in the game, and yep. I can fight these metal slime over and over again if I really want to, and that'll give me a bunch of XP and like just page after page Jeez. of notes of it's where I am and what I need that. to do and you know what when do I need to come back to this place because I need to have this one skill and, and it's like, beautiful. Yeah. Like it's I don't know like if he was playing it on like a decent rig or whatever. Just a regular like HDTV, but it still looks nice. Like you know it's not my aesthetic cuz it's well, yeah. Dragon Ball-esque and that's not right. that's not me, but I can still appreciate uh, except for those dragons with those googly eyes. Those <laughs> <six> <laughs> are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they, a lot of the monster designs are great. I saw one frozen in ice, so like it's just this big iceberg and this googly-eyed dragon I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. It was um, terrifying. Uh, yeah, no, so that was really good, but yeah, so I've actually been playing New Vegas. I, I picked New Vegas back up. It's the perfect, like, I'm trying to scratch a western niche, but like, like I didn't want to play Red Dead. You no. know what I mean? Like, I, I, at first I was like, oh, maybe I'll replay that. And like, I'm like, no, I'm just going to get myself burned out on this kind of game right before the next one comes out. Yeah. No fuck. It's a mistake or, I made with Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Or the, the, the other conundrum that is I'll get used to a control set and then have to figure out, like, when shoot is now triangle instead of X or whatever. And I'm yeah. Like, constantly dying because i'm trying to do that instead of blowing myself up or whatever um so like that's been that's been fun um so yeah nothing that's like hot and new right now just just all about red dead sorry we'll be talking plenty of red dead on this episode because that's why you're here to talk red dead because you care the most about it well not. and joe but joe yeah is but joe's not here dying in the in the desert yeah joe's actually playing red dead redemption I, the the live game <laughs> yeah, he's living in the old west that yes. is true yeah. yeah he is dying at devil's what did i say devil's the devil's bridge, bridge? Yeah. yeah he's going out to devil's bridge devil's bridge yeah is it high noon out there right now what time is it <laughs> uh it is actually yeah it's, he might it's, be he might be going for a duel it's twelve forty-seven. Oh yeah so he may be dead he may have had a duel at high noon on the devil's bridge knowing joe he would just stand there and get shot in the eye <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> unquestionably yeah not. doesn't matter where he went like 16 times yeah, uh, yeah. Bounces his, off his last rock. words were just of course <laughs> <laughs> you see it slow motion just going right at it from like his like vision it's just like uh it's right for, there for the audience at home if you shoot a nerf dart anywhere on the planet it will hit joe in the eye try it <laughs> yeah just aim it at your radio if you're listening to this on a radio <laughs> on a radio what year is it i listen to podcasts in my car radio Go to the Bluetooth through the car radio. There you go. Boom. Radios. <laughs> Got them. Radios. Have to use radio waves. <laughs> Breaking news. Da, 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 da. All right. Well, then rather than argue about radios, John, what yes. did you play this week? I have been playing nothing because it is still Halloween time, so I've been watching lots of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might start playing Kingdom Hearts soon, like just 
had that feeling that I was like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Just get ready for it. Well, yeah, and, like, it's still, you know, what, five months away, but they're long games, and there's 900 of them, them, so I might as well Have you played all of them before, or have you just played, like, the mainline ones? I played the first one and half of the second one. I got to the Little Mermaid level and said, fuck this, and gave up. Um, and then I've never played any of the side ones. No, and apparently the 3DS versions or any no, of the... there's there's one on the the phone that I downloaded, and Joe said something about like if you play it, you get a weapon for the third game. So like, oh, that's cool. I might start playing that too, but um, I have no signal like where I work or even at my house. So mm. if it requires signal, I'm gonna be boned, and I'll have to play it at the library or something like <laughs> i don't know nothing nerdier or, than playing a phone game at the library yeah well i mean like that's the <laughs> shitty thing about having my phone is i have no service anywhere and my wi-fi obviously is yeah your wi-fi notoriously is shitty yep. so i even like went and my router just straight up did, like turned off <laughs> like i was i was watching a movie and then it just like straight up disconnected on youtube out of all things and it was just like your router's not connected and i was like what the fuck? I just like walk outside. Look, you have like internet ghosts, and yeah, the, the router's just off. Huh? And I was like, why? Someone like kicked the plug. I was alone. Oh yeah, it's ghosts. Definitely ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wi-Fi I heard about ghosts. This. Yeah. Internet ghosts. Internet ghosts are a hundred percent a thing. Yeah, they come uh, out of the tubes. Yeah, but yeah. no, I watched. Lots That's why of you have movies. to have those the things plugged in constantly, otherwise they can get up. Yeah, clogging up my tubes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's just internet one hundred and one. Yeah. I mean, anybody knows that. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know. I'm, there you go. I'm you're, also haunted. Yeah. You're prepared. Cool. Yeah. Great. They'll go away after Halloween, though, probably. Well, what, then why? They just get weaker. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm done watching all these movies. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Get yourself a yokai watch. I hear that's how you capture them. I have one, actually. <laughs> and it is loud as hell. You, use it. That scares away the internet ghosts. <laughs> I, it's huge. It's like, you know, the size of like a fist on top of your wrist. And then you open it up, it's even bigger. So I'm just going to walk around my house with that on from now on. Fair. Is that the noise it makes? Yeah, when you open it, up, it goes. No, it goes. having a stroke. That's what I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure my friend was okay. Let out a little, Are you all right? Little whimper. And so I wanted, I wanted to confirm it was the sound effect. And then if he said, "What's a sound effect?" I would have known he was having a stroke. No, it's the internet ghosts. Yeah. I'm I'm now possessed by internet ghosts. There. But no, I watched a, a not that as a movie podcast, but I watched like probably the best found yeah, footage you horror movie I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna go pee. It's <laughs> not the time nor the place. No, what would you watch? Uh, I watched one of the best found footage movies I've ever seen. Uh, it was a Japanese like documentary horror movie called um, Noroi, which is like uh, the curse. Um, hmm. But it was something like way back when I was like looking into found footage movies when those were like new and famous and popular yeah, yeah. and everything like that and i like found a list of them and it was on there and but i couldn't find it anywhere online because it was it hadn't been licensed or anything but scrolling through shutter which is on verve like it's like an all horror station mm-hmm. and i was like why does that look familiar and so i started watching it i was like oh this is why it is and it's just fucking great nice yeah so that's one good movie out of the what 21 i've seen this month Jesus. <laughs> and yeah i think most of them are all terrible well, that's not that bad that's one a day i realize how late in the month we are yeah <laughs> that's, what, that's one a day it's not actually that bad. yeah that's two hours a day I mean, yeah no that's completely reasonable considering we probably do like we play video games longer than that or yeah well i guess binge netflix longer than that so it's not it's not that crazy i've been playing hockey as well a lot of hockey um oh. yeah because hockey season's back yeah i mean i'm playing nhl 18 but yeah. i'm in my second year of my like be a pro it's funny because like the thing does automatic trades and stuff like that so like 
Char's playing for the Predators now, and, like, there's all these, like, weird, like... Things that you couldn't control. Right. Like, I'm like, dude, the Bruins would never fucking trade Char. What the hell is wrong with I mean, with they you? will eventually when he's old and someone wants to give him one last shot and they feel like they've got someone behind I him. I mean, I think he'll probably just retire out of anything. I mean, is he, what, 41 now? Jesus. Like, Crazy. Yeah. I'm not in hockey. dead in sports. Yeah. I'm not into hockey mode yet because the Red Sox are in the World Series. Yeah, and I mean, that makes more sense. Which is also why I didn't play a lot this week because ALCS was happening pretty much every day during the week. I was very highly invested in that. Going to the World Series. Yeah. Super pumped. Uh, but didn't get to play a lot of video games as a result of it. Uh, New Game Plus, though, came out for Spider-Man. So I'm going to jump back into New Game Plus since I'm not getting Red Dead. Uh, and the DLC for Spider-Man comes out on Tuesday. So I'm super pumped for that. Black Cat Missions. New suits. <laughs> we saw the new suits this week. It's uh, Three of them. Yeah. It's uh, Spider-Man UK, which I don't really care about. I like that costume for what it is. But yeah. But it's not what I'm going to choose to no. no. Uh, and then a new one, I forget what it's called, but it's like a new suit designed for Shiny, it. Shiny, yeah, metal looking I didn't thing. commit it to name because I'm never going to wear it. I'll probably unlock it to try out its suit power and then move on. But the, the one I'm super pumped about is the second Scarlet Spider Kane costume. I love the first Scarlet Spider costume in Spider-Man. Uh, and I very much love the Kane suit. So yeah. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. And I'm very intrigued to see what its power is. Uh, I kind of want a Hidden Blade style. Like, the power of murder. Yeah. That's kind of what I want. It's going to be great. <laughs> It'll end up being probably he calls an army of spiders, and that's fine too, but uh, I want it to be like a hidden blade, like stealth kill. That'd be pretty sweet. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I really want. But yeah, uh, so New Game Plus came out as well as an ultimate, I think it's called ultimate Spider-Man it, it difficulty. Because they're all, they've all yeah, been like. I think it's ultimate. Yeah. So I'm probably going to play a little New Game Plus. I maybe try out the harder difficulty to see what it's like. Because I played through a bunch of it i think i played through 20 percent on the hard difficulty after beating it on normal yeah um and it wasn't that much harder so i want to see what like how much harder new game plus is because usually there's an added difficulty when you play new game plus and then how hard ultimate is or if it's the same difficulty for both but yeah. definitely gonna give it a shot it won't it probably won't be too bad yeah like, i played through all of it on spectacular which was i think the top one yeah, yeah, yeah um and i didn't have very much trouble with it and I mean, now you'll have all your your gear and gadgets. And well, if it's new game plus, I will. But if it's just an ultimate difficulty, then I'll start from scratch again. But it's oh, you're gonna start. Well, you have to to start a new diff like a higher difficulty. You have to start from scratch. I would have just assumed that they would let you do it through new game plus. Maybe that's what. Yeah, that's what I don't know because it just came out. I think Friday, and I just didn't get a chance with stuff going on to like actually sit down and try. Right, it. So yeah. I'll probably do that days. today or tomorrow, and then when the DLC comes, I'm just gonna play the DLC. So black but, cat. Yeah, Black Hat DLC. Very excited for it. Did they Did say they... what it is yet? Or how long? No. No, they haven't confirmed really anything about it other than I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's a few hours, probably like three, four hours, I would think. That's what I was guessing. Yeah. And then so you'll get that over the three pieces of it and probably three costumes per, so I'm excited for the deal like a little bit of DLC each month to like bring me back into it. Plus like I'm still in Marvel mode. Like I, I stopped reading Spider Man stuff. Uh, and like watching, you know, watching all the things when the kick kind of ended, but I've been going through the Netflix shows. So. Oh yeah. And Daredevil season three. Yeah. I'm about out. to start Daredevil again. So I'm excited to like be in the New York street level hero type That's true. stuff. So it'll kind of fit nicely. And I think about going back and playing maybe the ultimate Alliance games. Cause I think Daredevil's in both of those. Yes, and yeah. So like running a team with like Spider-Man and Daredevil on, I think it'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's you could play Luke Cage and yeah. you could play Iron Fist. Actually. Yeah, you could have the whole fucking crew if you wanted to. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm about to watch Iron Fist season two right now. Or season two, you could actually even have Jessica Jones. 
No, she's definitely not. She's not big enough to be no. in those games. Somebody I don't is think. in the first, somebody very similar to that is in the first. Like there is somebody who's just like a woman in a leather jacket and jeans, and I can't imagine who else that would be. But Fair. I can totally picture that in the. Hmm. I'll have to go back. It's been so long since I played those games. Yeah, I haven't played those games since like. They came. There out, wasn't an probably. Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. I I have it on PS4. I do too, but I just like I haven't gone to like I picked them up when they were on super sale one day, mm-hmm. and maybe like booted one up at some point but i haven't gone back never been able to get far into two but i really like the first one a lot the last time i played two i it was like back when i had a ps3 and i was playing i was about like halfway through it i think and then my ps3 died and i hadn't backed up to the cloud at that point yet so uh i didn't want to start it over because i just like i didn't want to do it again no no so i'll do it now that it's on uh, on ps4 so that's kind of what I've been playing and what I'm getting ready to play. Since I'm not excited for the game of the week this week, um, which, Tyler, that's why you're here. We've got several stories related to Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and you, Yeah. You're excited, Cowboys? Fucking, oh, my God, yes. I'm so fucking excited. What did, so excited. Yeah. What did you get the other day? What? what do you mean? To, like, Your prep props? up for... Yeah. You getting props? Oh, my irons? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, those are great. Those are super fun. They like shoot rubber bullets. They're really cool. I love those. Definitely glad I bought two. Um, yeah, no, I'm. I can't be more hyped. And I'm fully in mo- this mode now. Like I'm watching Western stuff. I'm reading Western books. Like I am very much like here for this. Do you have a cowboy hat? No, I need one. Uh, Would you play it while wearing the cowboy hat? Absolutely. I'm you know gonna, that okay. I'm gonna get a belt for my guns so that I can wear them now. You know that Joe is down south right now. I know. I'm so jealous. You have no idea. Just, you can ask him yeah, to just buy ask you him a to bring you back hat. a cowboy hat, an authentic Arizona cowboy yeah, hat. I, like, I think I like. He doesn't know what size my head is. That's true. Head is. That's true. If you want to go, like, to, you want to go to a real haberdashery. He's like, gonna come home. I can put it on my head. It's gonna be like, woof, like yeah. Bible goes west style. <laughs> that's true. Joe's head is the size of the moon. So yeah, that's true. Joe actually needs a ten gallon. Well, he went when he went to Texas. He got one for his nephew, and like it fit. I mean, it's the yeah, kid. but that's different. There are only like, so many like. Kid but like, it was a, a, adorable. To, like, see this little kid running around in a cowboy hat. Yeah. Plus, I feel like for it to be an authentic cowboy hat, you probably have to go pick it out. Like the hat chooses you. Exactly. It's yeah. like a Harry Potter one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I am super hyped. My hype is so fucking real. Um, so there was a lot of stories this week. Obviously, it's the like week. <clears throat> Plus, leading Prior. up to yeah. the the release and the the embargo for reviews and for talking about game specifics is not until Thursday. So at the very least, anything coming up this week won't be spoilery in nature, most likely, because uh, no one's really allowed to talk about it until then. Um, but we've got some stories uh, that we wanted to get your input on, Tyler. So first up, this was kind of the big one, though it uh, kind of waited a little bit afterwards uh, and waned a little bit rather uh, in terms of like how intense it was, uh, but. The, was it the head of Rockstar came out and said that they're putting in 100-hour work weeks in the weeks leading up to release, uh, to which everyone assumed that meant we're forcing our employees to work hundreds of, like 100-hour work weeks leading up to release, which is obviously not okay. Like even if and you are in the game industry, yeah, obviously. and something that as, you know as recently as Grand Theft Auto Five, they were in hot water over. Yeah, they make us work crazy, insane weeks and. Sure, we get overtime, but it's time and a half. I'm like, what's the what's that for missing out? Fourteen hours a day. Yeah, fourteen hours a day for seven days a week. Yeah, um, which is quite a lot. But their clarification then came out like a day or so later that he meant that he's working hundred hour work weeks on the writing team and like the group of writers are hammering down dialogue options and making sure that like everything is tight to be like 
as they want it to story-wise, um, but that nobody else is being forced to work extra hours. Supposedly. Like, they can if they want to. Supposedly. You know, it's, yeah, if it's one of those things where if they have the passion for it and they want to, they can. Otherwise, it's, you know, we're not going to – we're not putting a you know a knife to their throat or threatening their job or anything like that. Supposedly. Supposedly. Why do you say supposedly, John? Uh, because a uh, former employee who also used to work for uh, the long dead now or newly dead Telltale um, said that during the GTA – four era he worked for rockstar and said working for the company was like working with a gun to your head that's yeah. also like 10 years ago like i, I, I don't yeah actually, that's this may surprise you but i'm kind of on the like this is kind of a non-story thing this reminds me and i hate to mix sports in the video game podcast no this we've been doing it the whole episode machado. this reminds me of manny machado getting raked over the coals this whole week over that article where he was like i don't hustle it's not who i am but the back half of that quote is and I messed up, and I know I should have done that, and I will do better in the future. And no one talked about that part. They just talked about the first part of that sentence. Yeah. It's, well, like, it's literally half of the sentence. And it really grabs headlines. Me. That's why. Right. And that's what this is. Like, most – they came out and said, like, no, 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 no. We're saying, like, a lot of the brass who've worked for this company for, like, 12 years and are used to doing things like this here are doing that. And then they released that embargo that was, like, go ahead, people who work here. You can go ahead and talk about it online. We used to not let you. We won't. And most, almost everyone who is currently working there and on this project came out and said, like, yeah, we, we didn't do that. Like, yeah, we're like, some of us are doing like 60 or maybe even 80 hour weeks, but like a lot of us are doing that by choice. And like a lot of us are doing that because maybe we didn't do somewhat longer days before. Yeah. And then a bunch of people who worked there 10 years ago came out with their hyperbole laden shock stories about guns to their head. And they're right. And that shit's not good. But we also did that story 10 years ago, and those people got their comeuppance, and they're just coming back out now and being like, I'm still here too. All of those people are people who formerly worked at Rockstar yeah. on a game that came out 10 years ago or five years ago even. Like, So that's not really what this is about. So I don't think – I thought it was a big kind of a non-story. But like, that's how the internet works. Less, like, yeah. But like it worked for you. You're like you're like right here, like supposedly, supposedly, based <laughs> on this guy talking about GTA four. But that's what we're here to do. Yeah. That's this isn't that our job? No. <laughs> Not at all. No, to, we're for here to be a job we have to get paid for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, that's what, I, and what I'm saying is here is that the news was not being reported. Instead, just the part of the what he said that is sexy was taken out and yeah. copied and pasted where it needed to go. Um, but so I don't think it's that big of an issue. I'm not that worried. I don't. I think we live in a time now where the companies that are trying to do that stuff are going under, mm -hmm. and like like Telltale, Telltale is a perfect yeah. example. And Sucks for that guy who went from it was like a gun to my head, then going to work for Telltale, which is also kind of like it's well, like I don't a know where this dude works now. He I don't just changed he, guns. Yeah. Like that's all. That's all that happened. It says he like he formerly worked for Telltale, <laughs> then he worked for Rockstar, and so he's probably oh, somewhere okay. else now. It's <laughs> a lot of bad choices. He is currently the co-founder of Orpheus, whatever the hell that is. So. No idea. Yeah. So, anywho. Um, but yeah, I don't doubt that it was like that 10 years ago, and that the yeah, company the, and the industry is better now than it was back then because those people are coming out and talking about like mm -hmm. how much it sucked working in those, those stressful times where you weren't allowed to do anything. Um, and I like, it kind of makes, it almost makes the game seem better that they're putting, that the writing team and the story team for a game like this are voluntarily putting in that extra time. It's like, no, this needs to be perfect. We want this to be the best experience. We've been working on it for seven, eight, ten years. Like we want this to be the best possible experience. So, uh, and he even, he even clarified, it was like, 
I'm doing this because that's just how I work. There are people putting in 40 or 50 hour weeks and doing just as much work as me. Right. But me, I need to put it in over the long, like I need to constantly be doing it because that's just me, how I work as the head of this rather than, no, everybody needs to do this or I'm working the hardest. Nobody works as hard as me. It's no, people are working just as hard as me. I'm just taking longer. Yeah. <laughs> these people, they, they're actually just better at doing this than I am. Well, yeah. and there's also people who enjoy doing that. Like, yeah. yeah, I work with a guy who comes in late so that he can stay late every day. Like, because he genuinely enjoys working. I'm like, why, why, why are you working? He's like, I don't, I don't mind being here and they pay me overtime. So imagine working, yeah. making video games, like 14 hour days, maybe you're, home life isn't that great or maybe you live alone or whatever and like that's what you would rather be doing yeah no it's it's definitely it didn't strike me as that big of a deal but no, certainly it's... my excitement certainly was not diminished clearly <laughs> no 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 uh, another big story uh, that we've talked about recently but now we've got more concrete details as the game has come closer uh, as regard to the size of this game now we knew it was going to be massive giant open world uh, but we got a couple indicators of how big it's going to be. Um, there are three pieces of news regarding this. One is that the install uh, for the game is going to be around 100 to 150 gigabytes. Uh, that the retail copies may or may not be coming on two discs. Um, and that the campaign is going to be 60 hours long. Uh, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about these pieces of size information? Don't care, don't care, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would the I would be and if we didn't live in a world where they do the cool like it's out at nine o'clock the day before the actual day yeah. I'd probably be a little bit sad about the one fifty gig install like I was it, to be honest with you if I couldn't get it at nine I probably would have gone digital um, just to have had that already taken care of yep. and be good pre-install and everything um, like that but but I also yeah I don't I don't it's not a big deal I, I'll put it in at nine. 30 you know i'll be able to play it by 11 and i'll still be able to get some in before i go to work tomorrow. which is yeah. probably why they do these things at nine also probably. they nobody wants to be at work at two in the morning anyway I, no yeah. I, I employees agree. don't I do think i think it's a combination of it's easier for employees it's safer for employees it's easier for a lot of reasons but i also think it has a lot to do with the fact that we live in a world now where even if your game doesn't necessarily have a day one patch it probably has a lengthy install and i think they know i think they you saw diminished returns at midnights because that was, I mean, it persuaded me. If I knew I was going to Red Dead at midnight to come home and install 150 gigs, yeah, I would not there for two hours, right? Yeah. I would definitely have gone on lunch, yeah, and then swung home and put it in my console. <laughs> so when I got home, it was ready, yeah. I mean, plus, release days nowadays are kind of arbitrary anyway because it's always like. You know, for movies, it's, it comes out on Friday, but previews start Thursday, and early screenings are Wednesday mm -hmm. afternoon. And yeah. Or even now in games especially, where it's, yeah, the game comes out on the 20th, but if you pre-ordered the collector's edition, and actually you can play it on the 17th, but if you cleared the legendary edition, you could play it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Or, you know, You've already played three yeah, hours of it. You already beat it. it. You yeah. just, like, pay it. You <laughs> move all the trophies at once. And somehow it's in your memory of what, how, how much fun you had. <laughs> Great. How much fun you had playing that. Game. Now I go to the internet. Can't wait for it. you to play it. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, they're already blurring the lines between what is a release day, and, and so that is good that they're they're available at, at nine o'clock because I I wouldn't want to have to sit there at, at midnight and download on, especially if I had John's internet, <laughs> fifty gig install. It wouldn't even. You'd just go home and sit at a loading no. screen. I you, I usually go to bed like if I install something late. Like when I got Spider Man, I came home from like. I got it at like seven because I got fucking stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like started installing it, and then I went to bed, and I like woke up at eleven at like night, and I was like, "Oh, it's done! Yay! I can play it for half an hour before I have to go back to bed." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, do you really think it's gonna come on two discs? I can't imagine that's a thing. Um, if 
it's going to be uh, like the online then probably. Yeah, I, I bet that's what it's going to be. Um, but the online's not coming out for a month. They wouldn't really have a separate disc for it at the start, would they? Or it might be like a second, like a disc that you put in during the installation process. But it's not going to be a thing that you have to swap, yeah, you like can. Final Fantasy I'm VII like status. Through the like the planes, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, please insert disc two. Yeah. If you want to keep being a cowboy. <laughs> well, and then there was like that weird email that some kid emailed or person emailed uh, Sony saying like, "Hey, I don't have a reliable internet connection. Like, what's it going to be like?" And they said that it's going to be playable. The campaign's going to be playable off the disc. Well, yeah, but you're still going to have to download probably a 50 gig install from the disc. To match right, but the that's 50 why I'm gig saying, like, Blu-ray, so there's your 100 gigs right there. Maybe that's well, why the two... Well, that kid, even that kid even living in fucking buttfuck Alaska is still going to have to put his discs in and watch a 150 gig install happen. Like, that is coming off the disc. Right. That's, that, that's the 50 gigs we did when we put Spider-Man in. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's not It's not all coming from your internet. Like, this isn't a 150 no, like, gig that's nothing patch. That's nothing no, right. that. this is all just an install off of your. Right. Yeah, the day one patch will come from that. the internet, and that'll right, right, probably right, right. be thirty gigs or whatever, yeah. like ridiculous. Right, amount. so it's playable off the disc. You don't have to be connected. Well, they they actually said you have to be connected to the internet once to log on to sign onto your account of some sort. Yeah, it's like your um, Rockstar. It's, right. a, it's the thing that will get you the gun that you got in GTA. Online but this isn't in a download. This is yeah. an install. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just trying to to define the two terms for people who might be confused. Yeah, it's an install, but you know, it's a download if you are buying it digitally absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. that's the only that's the only yeah. way to get it yeah. <laughs> that's uh, how digital works yeah exactly uh and then the other piece of red dead news uh is bad news for people who pre-ordered from amazon and got the ps4 pro bundle uh as i know one person did uh that they got an email this week that said uh you're not going to get it on launch day you're going to get it soon after we'll email you when there's a specific release or delivery scheduled Great. but you're not getting it launch day which is terrible. And Amazon's been doing this now for a little while. They did it with Switches. Uh, Joe's been burned a couple of times with pre-ordering things from Amazon, having to wait until the next week What's to get the it. Point? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like Amazon fucking up or if it's publishers being like, hey, we're going to screw with you for whatever reason because you did something. Like My friend's theory was that Amazon accidentally sold Grand Theft Auto V early when that came out. Like they were, People were getting the game a day or two early because they were shipping them out early. And so Rockstar was pissed, and now this is their finally their time to get revenge, or who knows what. But Great. I think it's just a thing that happens with Amazon now, where they they maybe oversell, and it's just too big. Yeah, it's just too big, and they do dumb shit. Yeah, I I don't I mean I don't know anybody who buys who predominantly buys their games from Amazon that is happy with it. Like even like a lot of my friends who consistently get their games. Still, it's like, oh, neat. I just got an email that I'll receive my game by 10 p.m. tonight. You know, like, yeah, that's not what I signed up for. Oh, well, cool. All my friends are already playing, you know, like that kind of stuff. And then if they even do, and like even Joe, like, has buy a lot of stuff. He's gone. He, he has to wait till Tuesday. And by yeah. that point, he just buys the game from like Best Buy and then we'll return the, yep. you know, the Amazon one. Yeah. Like even the few I've gotten from Amazon, like I got Kiwami from Amazon. The mm -hmm. case was all cracked. I mean, granted, it's just due to poor like robots packing your stuff yeah. but still like i would rather go and look at a game and yeah but that's the thing that wouldn't happen if you went to a store well that's yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what i'm picking up because i'm looking at it yeah that's why like anytime i've ever pre-ordered something it's like oh it would be super convenient for it to just get to delivered to my house in the middle of the day when the mail comes but do i want to take the risk or do i want to just get in my car and right. drive it 10 right. minutes and it's convenient for for us because we live 
five, ten minutes away from anything. But right. granted, if I lived in like rural Nebraska, I'd be like, fuck, I got to get in the car and drive a half an hour to the Best right. Buy or the yeah. Walmart or the Target just to buy this game. Or I could have the – or I can roll the dice and hopefully Amazon gets it to my house by 2 p.m. Like, well, that's what happened when I lived, you know, before living here. Like my post office was 20 minutes down the road and the grocery store was a half an hour down the road, you know. So yeah. it was the same thing. But – it's actually the opposite. It's like I only buy it through Amazon because I have to roll the dice on whether or not I'm going to make an hour trip to go get something. Yeah. So, like, I guess it's coming from a, a different perspective. But still, like, it sucks that you can't commit to street day. Like, that's – you've been around how long and that's always been the promise and now all of a sudden, you know, you're not you're not shipping out console bundles until the week after release. That's crazy. Yeah. Joe does get stuff early, though. I Recently, I went over and he was like, oh, this doesn't come out until Thursday and I got it today. Um I don't think it was a game. I think it was a book, but yeah, and I, I think they'll do that for smaller stuff anyway. Where it's yeah, it was some manga that he got. I think because I know even back in like the GameStop days, there were games that like came out on Tuesday, but when they came in, like there wasn't a street date like right. mandate for them. It's just right. like, oh yeah, the release date is Tuesday, but you can sell them when you get them. Small enough release. Yeah, it's yeah. not Call of Duty, so we don't need to make a big to do about it. It's right. just a thing. So. Go ahead and sell them. So, pre-orders. Let them know it's here three days ago. Yeah. Early. They'll be super excited. And yep. then you can get them to pre-order something else or who knows what. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a Red Dead kind of week just because everybody's gearing up for it. What are you most looking forward to do in Red Dead when it comes out? Well, I, I mean, it is very much about the story for me. Um, particularly, like, I know a lot of people have, like, prequel f- uh, fatigue, and I get that. But this is one that really merits it. I mean, first of all, Westerns are, are great for prequels anyway. But, like... So much of the free, and neither one of you played the first one at all. Right? No, I, didn't think so. I know but, like just the story, just from right. I played for like two hours and like, yeah, no, yeah, no, the basics of your gym jam. Yeah, um, I tried, man. I just, oh, yeah, no, I well, don't that, get cowboy aesthetic and I don't get rock star games. That's what's fun about this this game, I think, more than maybe anything that came out this year is it's one of the it's it's absolutely the one of those games where if you, you're either me, like. Counting the seconds, this is the longest yeah. week ever. Fucking, or you're you guys are like, could not be bothered. Yeah, nope. there's no one who's like, I might give this a shot. You know what it is? You're either in or you're out. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, so I'm very much interested in the story. I want to see this gang in action. I want to see Marston being like a crony, a crony yeah, you know, like, or at least like one of the boys. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm excited for like the customization in this one is like really, really in depth. So yeah, I think that's really, and I love. I'm like I'm itching for an open world game. So like it, it's coming at the perfect. I know we just did Spider Man, but, but like that's much wasn't it's super. Yeah, it's open constrained. world, but it's it's pretty linear. Yeah, you're just stuck to one island. In New and York. like even though yeah. it's big, it doesn't feel big because you're Spider Man, and that's not a knock on it. Like no, that's, that's, that's what you want. What you want? Well, it's because yeah. you're web slinging instead like, of riding yeah. a horse. <laughs> yeah, but like now here in like I like right now I'm playing New Vegas. It's big. I'm, I enjoy that feel of like I'm gonna go start walking until I get to that thing. But like it's not the kind of walk I want to do right now. The kind of walk I want to do is on a horse. You know yeah, what I mean? with, like, with spurs. spurs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, that's that's very much where I want to be right now. So there's a lot of it that I'm excited about. One thing I also want to mention too that I thought was really cool that I actually didn't realize until this week and was very glad I was able to change my pre-order was so they had three editions of the game. Yeah. Rego stand or like Rego. Deluxe or something like that, and then like Ultimate. I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, yeah. They're stupid names for everything. Probably the sixty, eighty, and a hundred dollars. Yeah. They did it really cool. So like I like realized there were additions and like realized that I had just arbitrarily been like, yeah, throw me down for Red Dead. I don't care. Like whatever. 
and went looking at them. And what it is is you get the regular one, has like the pre-order bonus, you know, free gun horse and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Very cool. Then you get the the secondary one is the pre-order bonus and then a bunch of stuff for the single player campaign. Another horse, like three extra guns, you know, a storyline mission, so on and so forth, all that kind of good stuff. And then the $100 one is there's like you get like a map. There's like one physical, physical element yeah, yeah. to it. Um, but all of the digital bonuses for that, every single one of them is online. It's just for the online. It's the three guns in the storyline. Your online guy can get them. And that horse in the storyline, your online guy can get it. And then there's a few like... Yeah. Oh, so it doubles all the perks. level faster and like that kind of stuff. But what's cool about it is, for me, who will never play the online, I don't feel like I need to buy the best one just for not like i i was able to go oh cool i don't want any of that stuff i can get the 80 dollars one like, yeah and as the single player guy who's buying a game that really should be geared for single player i'm not getting boned like i thought that was really cool we live in a world now where it's like a lot of times i'm buying a collector's edition and the bulk of what's in the collector's edition only benefits the online component of said yeah game. yeah and i'm like neat i so this thing was 120 dollars because i wanted the thing and all this other stuff, I guess, technically makes this worth one hundred twenty dollars. Not for if you. you're going to use this yeah. game in this way, but not, I'm not. And a lot of people aren't because a lot of times it's on a game that's kind of single player. Well, Red Dead is a single player game with an online component that's big and yeah. interesting. But so you're not going to try the online at all? Uh, I might a little bit, but I've never really liked Grand Theft Online, and I don't really want to duplicate that. Like I, I know that you don't want to be in your own gang. I know that Red Dead Online was better. The, the problem with playing Rockstar games online is the griefing. They're, it's so bad. They're, it's so bad in Grand Theft Auto V right now that they just, one of the new gadgets they just introduced was drones. And there are people who literally, all they do in the game right now is they are playing like police right now, just using the drones to kill people who are griefing other players. It's like this weird, like reverse trolling phenomenon that's happening right now. Uh, I think it's called vigilantism. <laughs> yeah, it basically is. But it's because so you don't it was... want the I'm a Batman game. Is that what I'm <laughs> know, hearing right? you say? But the problem is, is because those games. The reason it's so annoying and also so prolific is because it's very effective trolling. It's you just played an hour's worth of a game and you're ten feet from the checkpoint, and I just blew you up with a rocket launcher because I was waiting, knowing you were coming at the checkpoint because you're on the map, like, and I know what mission you're playing. Like that's that's the kind of shit that makes me put down a game and never. No, that sounds awful. Yeah. So, like, I don't... I'm sure... I know there's a lot of ways that Red Dead Online was different from Grand Theft Online that had it, like, not be that bad. No drones. But I... Yeah. <laughs> no drones. Who, you don't know? Yeah, vultures. Yeah. <laughs> Hawks. Oh, so, that sounds awful. So, I don't care about that. So, I thought it was cool that I didn't... I could opt out of yeah. paying extra money for shit that I didn't want. There was a single-player collector's edition yes. and an online yes, collector's exactly. edition. And that's well, super cool. They learned that, I mean, from GTA. Cause, like, you can buy the standalone GTA game now, or you can buy, like, the, like, Mega Shark deal, whatever mm, yeah, it's the called. the online edition. And that's, it's just all shit for the online. So, like, yeah, it does come with the campaign, but it's clearly not game, you know, it's not going towards the campaign. And, like, the, you know, single-player stuff is still included as well. But, you know, it's... But they know you're buying it for the online. Right, so like, Joe, your internet online might stuff. be down someday, so you might as well be able to play the single-player while you're waiting. Yeah, because <laughs> Joe bought it, and he was like, yeah, it was, like, 30 bucks for that, or you can spend $15 and just get regular GTA or you can spend $30 and get all the online shit. So he gave me a copy of his Rego one so that, it, you know, I yeah. obviously can't play it online. But, I mean, it makes sense. And, you know, maybe this is a thing that people will learn from, but probably not since most games are 
geared towards online play anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of the nature of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the moral of the story is I can't fucking wait. Nice. I'm excited for you because otherwise I, w- well, I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be excited I'm glad for somebody. I give you a reason to enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. No, because like I, it, this is one of those things where it's not my jam, but I'm super excited for all of the people who are like. It's been, what, 10 years since Red Dead Redemption came out? Like, I'm super excited they finally made the sequel, and I've been clamoring for this game for forever since I played Undead Nightmare was the last time, or what have you. Well, and you know what else makes this one super fun to be hyped about is there isn't a fucking shred of doubt in my mind that this is a game that is going to be 10s and 9.5s everyone's going to love. Like, there, I don't... This isn't... This isn't... Well, it's a Rockstar game. This isn't a Fallout game where every time a Fallout comes out, everyone's like... flip. I wonder if this is going to be three or if this is going to be four. You know what I mean? Like, 76. I know Everyone I know who, even the, my most diehard Fallout fans, are like, yeah, we'll wait and see. You know, like, because that's just Well, that's different because that's a different kind of different, game. But still, like, it's true of any Bethesda game. Like yeah, 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 okay. They're always fair. like, all right, what are what am I exactly getting into? Yeah. Or even like an Assassin's Creed. Maybe I'll love yeah. this one, maybe I'll hate this one. But these are triple A games, and you're going into these triple A games going, let's see what you're gonna get. This is a rock star game. Yeah. It's a game they've been working on for seven fucking years, and it every preview has been like there's no like part of the preview that is the cons. It's just like them like telling you the details of the game. And it's not because they're shilling for Rockstar. There's no yeah. need for that. It's because like they're just on. They legitimately. This is what happens when you put seven years of dedication into a game. Yeah. I also particularly love that they have come out and officially said they're not using actors anymore. Yes. Yeah. No. Not big name actors. Yeah. Not big name actors for big name roles. Good. They'll do like little things. A guy you've heard of is maybe a townsperson that you talk to once, but he's not the main character. Did you hear the reason why? Yeah, the Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it's completely Burt Reynolds' fault. Really? (laughs) It was the end of it for him. Yeah, he came in and was just like. I don't care about your process. I like, I'm here to cash the check. Like video games are stupid. It was just like a pain in the ass to work with. Uh, and so they were like, yeah, all right, cool. You've ruined this for everybody. No, 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 no more now, Good. but that's fine for a video game. Good. Cause I want the immersion. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same reason why I don't go see movies. A lot of movies with like Tom Cruise or George Clooney or like any of those. Cause like, you're just that guy. Like mm-hmm. I don't believe you in a role. I just see you as the dude. Like, if you use big name actors for too many things in games, it's like, all right, yeah, I know who you Stranding. are. It's like, it's like I want, I'm, I want to be here for Death Stranding so badly. Yeah, it's just I'm Norman like Reedus's game. Guy. I'll never, I know I won't be into it, <clears throat> but I'll never be able to not just see Norman fucking Reedus. I, as soon as that was announced, I was like, oh, well, I guess this one's not for me. Yeah, I just can't. I cannot get past it. I can deal with like, like when Kiefer Sutherland became the voice of Snake. I, I can deal with that. That's fine. I don't care. Like it's a voice. I yeah. can get past the voice because I'm looking at the person that I think it is. But as soon as you give me Norman Reedus, and it's nothing against Norman Reedus as a talented actor. No, there's everything against Norman like, Reedus. I don't want to be Norman Reedus. If I'm in a creative character with sliders, I'm not trying to make the best Norman Reedus that I can make. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you're impossible. You're in the minority. Here, I think. Um, so, like, it's just not for me. I hate it. So, I was really happy to see that. Too. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's the same reason why, like, I, I mean, this is movie more movie oriented, but like, why I don't stop like doing that. <laughs> the, the Star Wars stuff, like, stop putting named actors into new roles because it's like I don't see uh, 
you know that character i just see that you know the named actor playing that character yeah and thankfully they don't do uh, that a lot forrest whitaker or whatever was that he oh yeah yeah. yeah. but they at least they at least gave him enough prosthetics and weird stuff where i'm like all right i kind of buy this character a little bit i guess i mean if you're not like a kung fu person you probably don't get it but like he's just donnie yen and i was like okay he's donnie yen is like a pseudo jedi yeah but they gave him blind eyes so it's it's a different yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) no it's funny star wars is like the only place where it doesn't bother me now i think about it and i guess maybe it's because they're always their own characters and not like because i guess that's maybe part of i don't know i don't know why that doesn't why it doesn't bother me in star wars maybe it's just because i'm used to it yeah because like for us like it's not like when we like our parents watching star wars for the first time like a lot of those people besides harrison ford kind of were basically no names yeah so like but as kids going in i already knew harrison ford a thousand times over like, yeah but you just see han solo so it doesn't like, yeah right so I don't know. I don't know why. I think Star Wars does a good job of making you like the characters, so therefore you ignore the actors because you're like, I want to see what this guy's doing. Yeah. So. Star Wars goes both ways, too, because, you know, Force Awakens obviously benefited from new, like. Yeah. Relatively unknown, you know, like all those people are household names now, but they weren't going in. Oh, yeah. And, like, I I like that in video games, it's kind of different in terms of. Obviously, never done voiceovers for a video game, but I have to imagine it's different than acting in a movie mm-hmm. and like there's a different you have to emote differently and you have to inflect with your voice in a different way mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and the video game voice actors are just really great at it yeah. like there's a reason that nolan north is in so many games and why i like the voices that he does because he does a good job uh, same thing with like troy baker like yep. he's different characters in different games and i don't necessarily know unless i look it up or i go man that, that sounds kind of familiar but he's doing enough to change it whereas I, i'm assuming burt reynolds just went there and like ah eh, burt reynolds yeah. <laughs> I'm here in a game. I'm Burt Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Where's my money? Yeah. That's yeah. my Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds impression. The best. <laughs> I always said the best voice actors are the ones that you know the names, but when you see in the credits starting the game when it flashes up, or like at the end where it's yeah. like Nolan North, you're you like, go, who was oh, that? Who was he in this? Yeah. yeah. Those are the best ones. Yeah. You can't just automatically tell. Oh, it's that guy again. Yeah. Like you will be able to when you're like, oh look, it's it's Mads Mikkelsen and Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> there they are in that game. But it's not, I, I'm not excited for that because it just looks like crap. <laughs> doesn't even look like a game. What, Death Stranding? Yeah. Yeah. Show me something that is a game, not just hill walking simulator uh, with weird babies. Babies and carrying yeah. people. No, I'm so out. Liquid um, suits. All right. Any last, uh, any last thoughts on Red Dead before we move on, Tyler? No. Just get just get Time here me hit the old dusty trail <laughs> just get here uh all right uh so we'll jump now into the lightning round not lightning round for this week uh just a couple of stories it's a late news week everyone has either put out their games for this year or about to put out their games for this year or everyone's just talking about red dead and that's what every like every video game website was just like red dead. 10 articles about red dead uh, like a review from something that came out three weeks ago, like three more articles about Red Dead and more Fortnite. Yeah, some yeah, exactly. What's what's the new missions this week in this? Right. So, um, that's uh, that's pretty much all that's been dominating the headlines. But we did get some new stuff. Uh, Sony came out with a bunch of release dates uh, for the end of the year uh, and into the beginning of next year. And one of the big surprises in that was that they delayed Days Gone. Uh, that's the motorcycle zombies, not zombies game set to originally come out in February, now being moved to April, yep. uh, which is probably a good thing because entirely too many things were coming out in February and March. Like the last week of January to the beginning of March was like 10 big AAA titles. They finally figured it out. That used to be like, used to be like Rockstar's sneaky window. You would drop Grand Theft Auto in February 
and they and everyone's like, oh wow, it's so weird. It's coming out in February, and then you'd be like watching droves of people playing it, and how many people were like, well, nothing else was out, so I like, yeah. like it used to be a smart window. Now it's turned into second holiday because everyone figured that out finally. So it's starting to get loaded. We're yeah, going to start getting, like, July games are going to be big. We always bring up the last year's February. Like, those when, like, For Honor came out and, like, everything else. Yeah, For Honor, the Switch. Uh, so, obviously, Zelda and, like, all that new yeah. stuff. Uh, and I forgot the name of the last week, and I'm forgetting it again when I mentioned it, but the Sony exclusive one. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, that all came out in the span of February. So, uh, it's definitely the new, the new, like the you said, new second November. holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they, they wanted to get out of that probably because they were going to get roasted in sales. Because yeah. I just don't know who is excited for this, like game. this game. A little hey, late. look, another zombie game. Yeah, I feel like this game's a little late. I feel like it already, it like, rustles the Jimmies of the Last of Us crowd, but they've already got Last of Us 2 coming. Yeah. So, like, not to say you can't look forward. It's not like Last of Us 2 is an 80-hour epic game that's no. going to take forever to beat, but, like... But you also still don't know when that's coming out, so this kind of will scratch your itch, maybe, This but... game looks cool. Like, I'm not I'm not a big zombie guy, but, like, I like the dynamics of this game, but I... I, I mean, anytime I see a game gets delayed, especially if it's a couple months, that, to me, just means, like, it's not quite ready, which is probably for the best. Yeah. I'd much rather you do that. Yeah, de- me... delay it and give me a complete product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to do some polish, and they they're, they're going to get out of the crowded space and give people a chance to like give them a chance to grab some headlines as opposed to being scrunched in there with a Sekiro review and a Kingdom Hearts review and the Division 2 coming out like get get away from all of those things that have much more name recognition like all these sequels or new games from big companies while like Sony Bend hasn't put out a game in since the Vita like they put Jeez. out Uncharted Golden Abyss which was a launch game for the Vita in what was that 2012 wow. It's been um, a while. Yeah, so they haven't put out a game since. So this is like their big coming out party, potentially. The way that like Insomniac had Spider-Man is their kind of big coming out party, so to speak. And I think you just, you want to give yourself a chance to succeed. And if you come out in February and you're even just like, okay, like you're going to get buried. Well, it's like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider didn't sell like shit because they thought it would be a great idea to come out the same week as Spider-Man. You know? Yeah, like, it came out the week after Spider-Man and a month before Red Dead. And like this, it came out in this space where it wasn't going yeah so it's it wasn't going to succeed so i think it's smart uh, to get out of there and it gives them a couple like a month extra to polish it up or do it honestly even if the game is done and they don't need the time to polish it just get it out of there yeah (laughs) yeah i mean if you have money to pay for one or two games in that month like that's not going to be one of them like you're going to play the thing that everyone else is playing yeah and now maybe this is a chance where something that they were going to let go like a mechanic or a something that they didn't want to add in because of time they're like oh you know what now we can put that thing in there mm-hmm. now we can add that photo mode that's been crushing it like in sony first party things uh, or, or a new game plus. a new game plus yeah. comes out day and date as opposed to a month later so uh i think it's smart just because that that game doesn't have a lot of hype doesn't have a lot of always, eyes on it so this will at least give it a chance i always look at it like this all right so they delayed their game right now we are talking about it yeah we will not remember that in two months no but <laughs> no. if they put their game out in february and it never sold, then it tanks. They put their game out in February and it sells well, but it needs 8,000 updates. We'll talk about that for the life of the game. Yeah. We st- I still make fun of Assassin's Creed for having broken launch games. You know, like it's never, even yeah. when this new one came out, I had no launch problems really, none to speak of, and it still like got jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? So, still and, a stigma. Yeah, exactly. So it's a smart move. It's definitely a smart move. Uh, one of the other things that came out in the list, uh, the PlayStation blog list of of games that are getting releases as they officially confirmed though it was leaked a couple weeks ago at like a 
investor meeting or something like that is that Hot Shots is coming to VR in the spring of 2019, and I'm 10,000%. Oh, you're super that. stoked, aren't you? I love Hot Shots Golf, and I want it reasons to bust out the VR headset. Yeah. And so if I can sit there with the VR headset on and my move wand in my hand playing golf, like, a thousand percent here for that i would i'll play it yeah no like i'm not gonna i don't own a vr but i I will play it over your house yeah but like when when big vr titles were coming out like joe would come over and like we would play a vr title and we'd like have fun but none have come out in a like when beat saber comes out and be like guys come over i'm buying beat saber like we're gonna have a fucking blast um but i'm super here for the golf though it's gonna be weird because you that's gonna be a game that I assume you'll play in VR and then the other person will like, if they want to play, we'll play on a controller and just like watch you in the rig while they sit there and play normal hot shots. Well, and the thing that like, yeah. I think is a little weird too, is like, I love just those games for customizing. And if you're playing as you, like I obviously can't see my face because I'm inside my face, you know? So like the whole True. point of like, not the whole point, but like the best part of those games is like, I can't wait to save up so I can get like blue hair or something. You'll probably still see like menus will still come up and be like, you know, at the end of like a game, it's going to be yeah. like, and you'll see your avatar being like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So on. Yeah. Like the hub world or whatever you go say what tournaments you want to play in or what, yeah. you know, exchanges that you want to have. You'll probably see your guy. Uh, that's always weird to me. Cause like in the last hot shots, I made a guy that looks like me. Uh, and then it's weird that like if he hits a great shot, he like jumps and spins and like does anime hands and stuff. I'm just like, <laughs> that's, hands. that's not, not me. me. That's not me at that all. That is the most Adam ever. It could be. Yeah, it could, it could be. It never will, but it could. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a hundred and ten percent here for that. I'm very excited. So things are looking up on my VR front. I, yeah. I see it there in my room. I'm just like, you're oh, still pining away for Beat Saber though. I want a reason to play it. Yeah. I just want like I see things and like, there's a big sale this weekend on like stuff because it was the the PSVR's second birthday and I'm like yeah it's cool it's maybe a little like still you know like Farpoint's still forty bucks and I'm like that's nah, too much. What's that game that you can that you play as a deaf person? I think it's a Square Enix game. Oh, the one that's not out yet. Is uh, it a VR game? It's a VR game. Mm. Um, they just announced too that when you beat the game, you can play it again with sound. Huh. So like. That'll I didn't be interesting know there was a VR game out. like that. That sounds kind of cool, though. Yeah, so a Square Enix game of some sort where you play a deaf person. Like, you have to use, like, echolocation to find stuff. Huh. Um, so, like, pretty much you play Daredevil. That's a, that's a weird thing to do as a deaf person is to use echolocation. Well, it's like Dare, it's, it's Daredevil's vision. Like You mean blind. Or blind. That's what I mean. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's not working! <laughs> I can't hear you with my glasses on. <laughs> No, because there is that Ubisoft game um, that has the deaf person, but that's not a VR yeah, game. Yeah, no, but that's so like you're an com- action you game. combined that with I did the blind the, the blind one. You can sorry, you can play the the blind one as with vision the second time. Oh, around. Give me that Daredevil game. Um, Hell yeah! But it's not Daredevil. You play some no, but blind give me girl. that. But game. yeah, but like give me that Daredevil <laughs> game. Like, give me that game. Uh, so in, you're gonna be in VR like punching shit. Hell yeah! Everyone's talking about like, ooh, could a Daredevil game work like the Spider-Man game? Like that would be fun. It's like, or give it to me in VR. In VR. Right? I have, red yeah. vision and there's echolocation and it's like 3d sound and stuff like that that'd be cool and my two billy clubs are my move controllers a thousand percent yeah you're yeah. gonna punch all of your roommates no because i just play in the room get there keep them out <laughs> go away i'm daredeviling <laughs> <laughs> i'm a vigilante get out of here um so yeah but things are looking up on the vr front 
Uh, let's see. Uh, other Sony news this week. There was, and it has now been fixed, uh, as far as we know. Uh, there was a glitch where you were getting random messages that, if you opened the message in on your PlayStation, it was potentially bricking your console. Which they said it never bricked anybody's console. It just you had to restart it and like reset it. But you had to go in on the app and delete the message, and then you reset your console. And now that it was off the console, it was, it was fine. fine. Yeah, but still like a pain in the oh, ass yeah. thing to deal with. When it's still a ridiculous like open gap of security for just to yeah. be able to basically just send eight equals D to somebody's inbox boom your console's dead yeah like, so yeah the, it was it was alarming I turned off all my messages I don't know that I've turned them back on if you ever try and send me a message on PlayStation it doesn't let you let me know <laughs> <laughs> no so that's the thing I like all my friends on PlayStation are people that I'm friends with in real life yeah, so yeah, anytime I, mean, I wanted to message somebody about a game chances are I'm just gonna text them yeah. they're like dude you wanna play this game right now like maybe if I see they're in the game like for Fortnite, if someone if I see someone's playing Fortnite, like, I'll send them a message and be like, "Yo, you want to like join up or whatever?" Because then you we'll could just play. click on that and, re- and yeah, and right then in. it would start. Right. Um, but most of the time, I'm not sending PlayStation messages. But I you do did have, get one, right? I have the app, so I just like it comes through as a push notification. It's like someone sent you a message, and it just said like the one I got just said like, "Hey," and I was like, "I don't." Uh, I don't is. think that would have been it. Anyway. No, I don't think it would have been it either, but like I still deleted it off my thing. Cause... Oh, yeah. I'm not going to answer anything that I don't know. No, because anybody that I would have played with that maybe it's like, oh, maybe they got a new gamer tag or, you know, I just didn't realize their name or whatever. We're friends, but not PlayStation friends. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, they would say, hey, it's so and so. Instead of just, hey. Or they'd send me a friend request and then it would say, like, hey, this is so and so. They want to be your friend on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, so anytime I just get a random one. Because most of the time, like, I'd expect it to be like a, hey, hey, I just played you in this game and you're a piece of shit punk bitch. Like, that right. time I played NHL. <laughs> <laughs> well, and apparently the the message thing wasn't, like, hackers. It was someone who found out that there's a um, there's a character that you put in and if, the like, the for some reason the PlayStation can't read that. And that's yeah. what breaks. It's like a Y2K That's bug. what turns your, your, your system off. And people were... Like, someone found that out, and then people were, like, idiots were using that to play against people in FIFA. They would send them that message to, like, get them booted out of the match. So oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't a hacker's thing. It was somebody found, a, somebody found a glitch and then used it to fuck people over. They were using it for Destiny as well. It was really Destiny big. was, yeah. Oh. It, it, Destiny and FIFA was a big thing. Or whatever, yep. if you're in, like, if you lose it, if the other team quits out, you win it. So it, people were just, like going in, sending that first person on the list a fucking code. They would drop out their team, going in, sending that person the code, lather, rinse, repeat. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't even like, – it was just people who were that fucking thirsty for their fucking game. They were willing to fucking Ugh. attack your console yeah. to get – So it wasn't like – and it's, like, not smart either. It wasn't yeah. like somebody was hacking in just to, like, yeah, exactly. try and figure this out. It was just like, oh, crap, if I send this weird emoticon, like, for some reason it turns people's yeah. consoles off. I, I guess it's a little bit funnier now that it doesn't actually brick your console. Like, now it's just trolling, but, like, still it's a dick move. Like, if it was ruining, if it was legitimately ruining consoles for you to get, you know, an extra 20 XP in Destiny, it's like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? But, I don't know. If it's just trolling, it's different, but still, dick move. Yeah, still dick move. But it's it's fixed now. They did uh, they did go through and patch it. Yeah, it was fixed within the day. Well, it, it 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 had gone on, like, there was, it wasn't, like, a big news story for a couple of days, like, because I think I had... I saw it a couple of days before we were talking about it. Like oh, yeah. The second text. you told me the notification, I checked at lunch, and it was already fixed. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of those things where, like, people were saying, hey, I think I just – this happened. But you don't know that it's a widespread issue until it kind of yeah. balloons yeah. out. Uh, and the, so thankfully – Sony, Sony was, was on it. Yeah, Sony was quick to, uh, to resolve that, uh, which is good because they have a terrible track record of taking forever to fix things that are broken. 
uh, and even longer to fix things that aren't. So, yeah. um, good job. All right, lightning round. Uh, I'm sad that Joe isn't here to talk about this one because this one is a thousand percent up his alley. Uh, the company that makes Joe's Super NT, his uh, his HDMI compatible NES and SNES that he bought and has talked about uh, at length, where he goes and buys all the the games physically and has a nice collection. Uh, that company is coming out with a Sega Genesis. Uh, it is called the Mega SG. Uh, it will be HDMI compatible, upscale all the yeah, you know, you old Genesis games, plays all the old cartridges. Mega Drive games as well. Yeah, it's probably got an SD card on there for playing emulators or something like they always do. Um, but that they did announce that. I don't think there's a concrete release date. I didn't uh, see one. Uh, and we'll definitely get uh, Joe's feedback on that next week. But what do you guys think about that? Are you excited about a possible Genesis HDMI console for your home? No, because every time I buy, or anytime I'm like, I would love to play some retro games, I play an emulator for about 45 minutes. <laughs> the itch has been scratched. <laughs> so, no, I don't. Like, it's cool for the Joes of the world. Though. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, obviously, retro game collecting is obviously a huge collecting thing. And it's a thing that I think is very cool. So, like, I like that we live in a world now where every everybody who hoarded all of this stuff and, like, built collections like Joe has, like, you know, a lot of people be like, how do you even play these? Like, now they have, like, a slick, modern way of using yeah. these things. Well, and the funny thing is Joe's the opposite, though. Joe doesn't have all these games. Like, Joe just now has a reason to go out and find them. Like, yeah. Joe likes the hunt more than he likes playing them. You're like, Which I can totally appreciate. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, we go to the, there's, a, like, a local retro video game store that we go to all the time, and he makes me fucking translate all the Famicom games so he knows what he's buying. Yeah, he sits there with, the, the like, the Google Live Translate where, like, he holds up the camera to it, and it does its best attempt at reading, like, the colorful bubble letter, like, not <laughs> uniform text right. to try to understand what it's saying. Yeah, he was And then like, John's like, yeah, I think it's a Mario game. <laughs> Well, he was like, he, he was like, I don't know what this is. And he like passes it to me. I think he's like, I think it's Yoshi's Island. And I was like, Yep, Yoshi's Island. He's like, Okay, what about this one? And, then, and I was like, Well, we got one that was um, uh, Mariko Chan. And I, I was like, What? It, this this is a child's like like drawing game for girls. And he's like, I'll buy it. <laughs> I was like, It's based after like an old you know manga from the seventies. He, he's like, That's that's fine. I was like, All right. Yeah, that's right up Joe's alley. So yeah, we'll definitely get his thoughts next week because that's more of a of a Joe thing. Uh, but it is pretty cool. I like get to the N64 time and all those N64 wrestling games that I have that can now be played on the big screen. Like, get ready for it. Yeah, that's what I want. Shit, I didn't think of that. That would be very cool. I also, um, I want them to do handhelds. Well, that's yeah. that's the one I want to uh, like a Super Game Boy or, or yeah. um, like a Game Boy Classic. Like, give me a Game Boy Classic that has like you know twenty Game Boy games on it. No, see, I want I want these people who make slick modern versions to make me like a slick modern oh GBA. super game boy that yeah. you can With plug like, into your well, like tv scales that and yeah. like has like an hdmi out so i can play on the tv if i want to yeah know, like turn like, a yeah. vita into a game boy kind of thing yeah, yeah. And i feel like we're probably a long way out because like the problem with these things is you've got to be so far removed like of course they can make their own fancy genesis and fancy nes because it's 30 years ago. You have to wait for the patents to expire. Right, exactly. So, like, we're a long way out from seeing their sexy version of a Vita. I can just look at my own Vita, which is already sexy. But, I like, that kind of older console, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Give me, like, a sweet uh, Game Gear. You know, like, yeah. that isn't the size of a Bible. No. Uh, like, those kind of things. Well, and they are having, a lot of companies are making uh, HDMI, HDMI, like, up-converting cables. Uh, a lot of them require external power. That's the only thing that stinks about them. 
but they just came out with a, a PlayStation 1 slash PlayStation 2 version, and then there's one for the original Xbox as well. Oh, cool. So if you don't have a TV that has the RGB um, or composite on it anymore, um, you can buy these things. They're like 30 bucks. Um, and I like watched a thing about one of them, and like it works really well, but a, like it darkens the PS2 games a little, so like they look a little darker than they usually would. But it apparently works really great for PS1. So if you have like an old PS1 or PSX or something like that, right. Um, you just buy this little thing, it's 30 bucks, and it just plugs in your, you, you have to power it, obviously, through USB of some sort, um, but, like, I'm sure there's one for the GBA. You would still physically have to hold the GBA as the controller is the only thing, um, but I'm sure it exists, or if not, it's a matter of time, because these other two have, you know, that's Xbox and PS2 are not too far removed from, no. uh, you know, what we're doing now, it's just... Nobody has composite or uh, RGB <laughs> inputs on their TV anymore. That's true. Not yeah, really. the updated Game Boy is still the Game Boy SP, like where it plays the original Game Boy games in the best possible way they could be with a backlit screen. Like that's as far as I think I'm ever gonna get with those. But yeah, I would love a Game Boy Classic that had like the games built into it. Like that'd be sick. Yeah. Or even just one of these where it's it's a nice OLED screen and it's like you know super upscaled and right that's why like i'm just a game boy classic yeah that it has it installed on it and maybe it has an sdi or a, you know sd slot but either way it. like because i still have like i have that i'm sure you've seen it in, in the office like i have that bag of game boy games yeah so it's just like it's a giant like ziplock bag of game boy games so it's like all my wrestling games and old superhero games and like yeah. blitz on the game boy, oh yeah me like, too so I still have all those. Like that's that's the collection that I started first. Like I have a handful of NES games, but nothing like super special. Where I'd want one of these HDMI consoles for it. But like a Game Boy one, I absolutely would because I still have every single Game. Well, Boy if game you buy the Super Nintendo, you can use a Super Game Boy. True, true. I so could you could, that. you know, it, it, that's now for using TV three purposes. devices to play it on your TV, but you can still do it. Yeah, that's true. My problem with the inevitable Game Boy Classic or whatever, like the actual from Nintendo ones, mm-hmm. is how fucking small is it going to be? No, I want it to be the size of the the brick. Yes, but it's not going no, to make, be. The point give of me a Game Boy Color size. See, I feel that way for the home consoles, but for the handheld, like you can't get much smaller than like a Game Boy Pocket in terms of screen size. Which like, is what I think they're going to be, which I may or may not be. I'd be if it was Game Boy Pocket. If it was no smaller than Game Boy Pocket size, I'm fine. But no, I honestly, I, want I would Boy want color it. Size. But you're going to have play it like a game boy it's going to look like a game boy. yeah but like i can still play a game boy pocket like the game boy pocket is still the width designed to be tiny and make sense because the screen's here now you're gonna have to do this no 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 i want it to be like it can't be smaller than it like it has to look like a game boy pocket or bigger otherwise yeah because if it is like if it's like a keychain game boy or the size of you know smaller than my cell phone i don't want it like i probably would still get it honestly but i don't want it cell phone size I think that's going to be annoying. I think that's going to be way more annoying than it. See, I don't know. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that bad. I like. I, I'd have to see when yeah. they announce. Again, it. we don't even know if it's coming out. I feel like it has to. Oh, and yeah. that's. I'm, I would want to. That was the only thing I was clamoring for once the NES Classic came out. I was like, please make a Game Boy Classic. That's... Yeah, I was like, get me to the Game Boy and get me to the N64 because yeah. just give me give me a super easy way to play all those classic wrestling games so I could bring them everywhere and have tournaments and give me that. Give me yeah. that right now. Yep, that's what I want it for. So. Uh, but yeah, no, I I am excited for Joe for this uh, Genesis thing to come out because now he's gonna he's got a whole new now he's category got a whole new, yeah, to start library, a for whole new section of that store to look at. I like watching him go search for these old games. Like it's a lot of fun to just like learn about these things. I like 
never knew about or like, oh, I didn't realize that game existed or this was a Genesis game too or, you know, any of these other things. Well, and so. like having another pair of eyes is cool too because I'm like, oh, Joe, did you see like there's a copy of Yoshi Cookie? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, dude, I didn't, I don't have a copy of Yoshi Cookie. And I was like, it's only five bucks. And he's like, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, we're like, it's stuff he's, he's only looking yeah. for his specific things. He's not looking at everything else. Whereas like, I guess having somebody else with him helps. Well, and like, I think he's, he's one where he'll buy something if he knows that like, oh, my friend said this was cool. Like I never played it, but like, yeah, he bought that John Freddy got excited. Game. The, or Adam got excited when we were there, so like I'll give it a shot. Like I'll play it for the ten minutes. We almost got him to buy a copy of Track and Field for the NES. Like they had the pads. The pad? They had the I pads. Had the they had the pads game, but the pads. Yeah, the though. pads were a little expensive. So he's like, I don't want. No way, do they still work? Well, they, he, he they got might, Friday the Thirteenth. He's instead. not gonna. He's not gonna play. Well, that's what I told him. I was so. like, dude, you're. Not, you don't have the room to play. You're not gonna clear out your room to no, fucking stomp on a pad. My dad used to get so mad when I play that game. We used to piss him off. Yeah, my neighbor had. I never had it. Joe, you don't like going downstairs. You're not gonna like stomping on a pad. So hard. <laughs> yeah. The game was. I mean, it's OG NES level difficulty, but yeah. it's a fucking physical game. Yeah. yeah. It's like actually competing yeah. in track and field events. It's awful. But, but no, I am excited for for Joe to see that. That'll yeah, and he good. gave us what our top, his top five. Oh yeah, he did. Do you have that message? Let's uh, see. Let's give yeah, his I'm input. Sure Digital Joe there. for the first time ever on the Broken Clock Podcast yeah. Gamescast. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, that opens up a whole new world for you. And he's like, I want this whole new world. Yeah, let's see. Uh, on, he said uh, Toe Jam and Earl was on there. Uh, obviously, the Sonic games. There was some, like, obscure RPG he wanted. So he said Sonic's Shining, Shining Forces, Forces series. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Kid Chameleon and Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. Uh, Toe Jam and Early was like I was like oh yeah shit definitely there was a cartoon for that show and I remember was it really? that game yeah I think was so really? I think so I feel like there was a cartoon for that back when they were trying to make every because like Sonic was popular the Mario Brothers series existed so they were like oh let's see what other video game characters can we Are give you sure you're not thinking of Earthworm Jim oh maybe I am thinking that of... did have a cartoon All right. toy line. yeah I'm thinking of Earthworm Jim then yeah groovy there we go uh, lightning round. So we talked earlier about actual actors being in video games. Uh, turns out that was an, a, a good segue uh, potentially for this, which is Sean Bean is going to be in the next Hitman game, uh, which means he's definitely going to die. Definitely going to die. He's definitely going to be Hitmaned. Now, how does this? How do you feel about actors if they're like the villain, not necessarily the main protagonist? Does that take you out of it a little bit more? I'm okay with it, especially in these circumstances where it's not like. This is modern times, and he's playing a modern person. Like, whereas, like, instead of like Death Stranding, like, the, it's Norman Reedus in like on Googly Mars or whatever fucking yeah. place they are. Um, like this, this is just Sean Bean playing another character in modern times and getting murdered. Like, I'm a big fan of the Yakuza games, and they all have weird cameos of people in it as well. So, like, that's okay with me. Yeah, and this is a little bit different too, in that like Sean Bean is someone who like like that is a hitman yeah target. you know what i mean like that, that he's played enough characters where like, he's the if the next one is jason statham i'll be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that yeah. makes sense you yeah. know what i mean like that the, those are different and it's not if it was um uh i'm already forgot his name dies and everything we're talking about sean, sean Bean. Bean. i wanted to, <laughs> the main the dude we're talking thing. about <laughs> um he if he if he was him as the hitman i'd no. be like i'm out yeah but like as like a guy who's going to be killed by him right man? sure yeah. okay. well that's what i was saying like the yakuza games all, all these people are cameos that's okay they're not the main yep. driving force of the game it's really primarily for me if who i am 
play it. Yeah, the protagonist. The character I am playing is who I want to feel like I am, and I'm not going to feel like a character. I'm going Sean to be Bean. Norman Reedus. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this time you're killing Sean Bean. Which yeah. makes sense. So I'm okay with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's and, his natural state, being killed. Yeah, exactly. Being killed. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Nice. See, you don't get muted for that one. That was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be pretty cool. I like... I'm still jury still out for me on the next Hitman game. Like I kind of want to play it. I liked the the sniper mode thing, but I don't know. I'll probably just do like do a rental on it or something. I still like that haven't played a... the first one because I haven't fucking either. forty dollars everywhere. Yeah, because it's one of because like they don't make it anymore. One of those things. I don't know, but I don't know. It's expensive still. Yeah, I, uh, do want... I don't think you'll need to play the first one to play this one. But so. I really I do like Hitman. Like I genuinely want to play it because I want to play it, not just because I want to get like caught up on the story or anything like that. It's just because I like the Hitman games. But I I don't know forty dollars for like a five year old game now. I feel like Hitman is absolutely a thing you could seven day rental. Oh yeah. I could, sure. yeah. That's what then. That's what I'll probably end up doing. With I Hitman think too, unless the r- reviews are rave and they're like, if you've ever even thought about a Hitman game before, yeah. definitely play this game. It's fantastic, start to finish. You'll be like, all right, I, yeah, I guess I will. When as goofy as it is, too, it's like, it's also a steel book, and like, I kind of want to own it <laughs> too. So it's like, fuck. And then it's finding one that has the slipcover, yeah, and all of that stuff. So it's like more of a hunt than it is just getting the game to play the game. And well, then there you return go. it. Have Joe help you on your next uh, on your next stop into the local video game shop. Look for a copy of the first Hitman Steelbook slipcover. Yeah, poor eyes, Joe. Yeah, yeah, dart eyes, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, lightning round. Uh, last talk for the lightning round this week. Uh, it was open earlier in the year, had closed, but will be reopening again. There's a video game museum coming to the UK. John, tell us about that. Uh, it's called the. Uh, National Video Game Museum, and it was open in uh, Sheffield, England, I believe. Yeah. Uh, they opened in September, and it was, like, more of, like, a launch, like, test thing that they were doing. And it's got, like, playable arcade games and um, some, like, interactive stuff and, like, things for kids, things for adults. I mean, it's a typical museum. Yeah. um, Now in November, it's going to open permanently, which is super cool that we've got a, I mean everything has a museum these days so it's nice to have one that's entirely interactive too yeah and the thing with like video game museums that will become more prevalent in areas like as time goes on as video games become more and more accepted into popular culture right as history as opposed to yeah you know whatever as opposed to just scapegoating a a medium (laughs) yeah um i i think the the hard like line to draw in these is how much museum is how much arcade like because you need to have video games playable in a video game museum because it's a tactile thing. Right. It's like you can't go to a movie museum and just see props. You need to see, like, movies playing. You need to see clips. You need something to embrace, like, to get you into the theme of it. Uh, and so that will be the hard thing to do. But it sounds like they've got a good mix of – there will be exhibits. There will be things on display. Yeah. But there will also be things that you can play. And I'm sure games will be on a rotating basis where it's, hey, for this month, this is the theme. And – all the consoles will have these. Like right. in October, it's only horror games, so it's Resident Evils and it's Friday the Thirteenth and it's all these different things. And like that, that'll be what you can play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like it's got a good mix. Have you ever been to the Computer Museum in Boston? No, because like that's kind of the closest thing I can think of, where like pretty much everything in that museum is uh, like you can, you know, it's tactile. You can play with it or you know do whatever. There's even like a giant keyboard that you can jump on and like actually type in a computer and stuff. Um, so like if it's anything like that, I mean, that's already proof that it's, that thing's been open since like the mid nineties, I think. Um, 
So if it's anything like that, then it's definitely something they can do. And I mean, video games have been around for 40 years now. Like they have a history. There is a proof of, you know, there's a need for a museum these days, especially with, um, have, have you gone to the Nintendo store in New York? Yeah. Um, did you see the, they used to have like a lineup. They don't have it anymore, which sucks because I went recently and it's gone. They used to have like a lineup of all their consoles. No, it's upstairs still. It's not. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I know you were just there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So. Uh, they, they had that one Game Boy that survived the Gulf War and it was yeah. all melted. That's gone. Aww. Yeah. I was super bummed because I wanted to show my girlfriend and, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, there's this like Game Boy that still worked and it's like all melted and survived a bombing in the Gulf War. We like went upstairs. And they have a display case that's all of their limited consoles, and that's all it is. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And it's, like, in the middle of their Switch section. So, like, clearly they're just like, oh, let's put some stuff that we have on display. That's a bummer. I always liked that. It never changed, but I always liked going and looking at it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, man, this thing's still running. And it's yeah, it still, still playing Tetris. Tetris. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, like, it'll be cool to have stuff like that or, you know, the uh, they can have uh, demo models of things. Like, the, yeah. the clear Xbox that, you know, was given out to devs and stuff like that. Yeah, I I, uh, I went to the Museum of the Moving Image once in New York, and so that has, like, a video game section, and so it had older arcade games that you mm. can play, and in addition to memorabilia and museum-style exhibits where you're looking at a picture or a description, or you're looking at the item and a description, they had stuff that you could interact with. And right. Like, those are always the best kinds of museums anyway, because you can, you can look at stuff all day, but it's kind of just, that's it, like. To engage with the history and engage with the thing that you're learning about yeah. in this building dedicated to it uh, is kind of essential, especially for video games. They could have, like, a, a big Pac-Man, like, uh, maze that you could, like, run through. That would be oh, super yeah. cool. And I think I, we talk about it every year when they announce the, like, the inductees for the Video Game Hall of Fame. And I think eventually that should be a physical building that you go to in like a basketball hall of fame. Yeah. Like in California or something like in the, wherever you want to decide is the home of video games. Like you put up a building there that has exhibits and has the cartridge for every game and the, or the disc for every game oh, in the yeah. hall of fame. And yeah. you can go look at those and um, something like that I think is, is coming. And so this is good that, that the UK is getting this. And I think, you know, eventually, it's permanently, yeah, 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 a permanent fixture. And so, Somebody will see that and decide that they want to give the money to some, you know, put up some building in New York City or, you know, California or wherever you want to put right. it. Right, wherever, I don't know, you could put it in the, the dump where all the E.T. games got. Yeah, just, <laughs> just set up a building there. I mean, that would probably be part of the exhibit. Yeah, a, a stack a, of busted, gross E.T. games that got thrown into it. They have that instead of a ball pit. It's just you swim around <laughs> a bunch of E.T. Ow. cartridges. Ow. There's a needle in here. Also, you guys are idiots. Any fucking museum could be a tactile museum if you're fucking committed enough <laughs> and fast enough. That's true. I just want one this where Mona no... is so bumpy. Small <laughs> one without threat of being arrested or tased. That's really what I want. Unless that's part of the exhibit, and then fine. Sir, so you're yeah. not supposed to touch the paintings. No, it yeah. sounds delightful. It sounds like another center of learning that my armies will raise to the ground as we roll across Europe and rewrite history in my name. Where's that wow. mute button? <laughs> i don't remember which one i put him on so it's, it's over um you know i'll just end the episode then so he can't talk anymore uh unless did i miss anything any last thoughts you guys want to get um, out for the episode uh just small thing do you see that they're putting out a diablo switch oh yes i did see that today uh yeah special edition diablo switch console special dock carrying case and switch and switch yeah does it look cool? I, I just saw the yeah, article. It's, cool. it's just like it's kind of like the Pokemon one. It's just like Diablo etched on the back. It's, but it's there's like a monster on one side, and then there's like a, a character on another side, and then like the Diablo logo is on the the dock. 
Is but, there designs on the Joy-Con, or are they just standard? No, it's on the like, back of the console themselves. Oh, okay, cool. And it's, it's an all-black console. And the, the case has, like, the pattern, like, or has, like, a pattern on it. Right. Cool. But it's, like, $370 or something. Well, you figure the console's 300 the game's 40 probably, and the carry. Like, yeah, it, you get a little bit for Yeah, you probably get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. If you don't already have a Switch and you're getting one specifically for Diablo. I did hear the last time I was at GameStop them saying that they could no longer take reserves on the Pokemon one, so that one is sold out. That's not surprising. No, and that, that comes out in like a month too, right? Yeah, that's, yeah beginning of exactly November. Yeah, it's yeah. like November 18th or 16th or something like that. Yeah, usually they'll cut off the consoles a little bit earlier, but that shows that it's popular enough. People are excited for that. So is that going to be the next game you play after yep, Red Dead? Absolutely. I, I don't know if you've seen anything that they were talking about, like the actual gameplay, but now that I, I know what the game really is, I'm mm. even more excited for it than I was before. It uh, seems very similar to a regular Pokemon game, just with, instead of battling, it's the Pokemon Go catching. When you even have battling, it, the difference is the battling is only the trainers. So when you're out in the wild, like when you see a Pokemon in the wild, when you touch that, you are just going into a catch sequence. And it's, do you catch it or does it run away like Pokemon Go? But when you see a trainer who's standing in the street, that's a person who can damage your Pokemon. And their idea behind it was to make it, they were like, basically wanted to make an accessible Pokemon for both the people who kind of got in with Pokemon Go and thought, like, maybe I'll try one of these games. And also for, like, kids, they're like, you know, your generation, like, our generation, we all had that, like, moment that was when you got into pokemon but for a lot of us it was like what's this thing wow there's 150 of them me i do gotta catch them all but for kids nowadays it's hey that's how that looks cool oh there's 800 of them i'm good never mind yeah there's no jumping Uh, in point here and then on top of they were also like we also recognize this is a switch game this is a game that's gonna be played in living rooms with families so like we've made it a little bit more accessible and i just it just sounds awesome like the guy who was interviewing the like creators said something about how it was like something he enjoyed turning on and playing when he was just kind of like looking to relax and they were like that is 100% what we were going for and we're so happy to hear you say that's that that's cool yeah i'm really 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 looking forward to it it sounds like the best parts did you ever play xd the gamecube game I uh, know, but I always wanted Sounds to, like the best the parts of that RPG. game, but that game's terrible. Yeah, I know. Because right. you can only catch Pokemon that you battle against trainers, and it's only specific. Like, it's the shadow ones. So, right. like, you play against their... It's not Rocket, but you play against their team, whatever, and then you can only catch the shadow ones. And pretty much if you don't catch them, you don't continue in the story. So it's like a fucking straight line. Um, but there's no uh, other... So it seems like that part of that game, but then you can actually catch everything else outside yeah. of it. Um, so it's more of an RPG in the element that you're you're battling other people, but you can also still ramp up your dudes and still you know collect them yep. aside. So that sounds good. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Nice. So yeah, we'll we'll get you back on then. Yeah. As well, and we'll we'll fit you in sometime so you can talk about Red Dead. Oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah, I'll come back and play. I'll get a good. Um, so all right, well then that'll do it then for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you're most excited about uh, for Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, if you maybe got the PlayStation shutting down your console glitch and what you did to that person in Destiny afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're excited uh, for things like the Mega SG so you can play classic Genesis games, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. And thanks so much for listening.